0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory, Glory be to you, Lord. John the Baptist. Baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved, with you, I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you,
1: Lord Christ. In the name of the one God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Well, welcome to all of you brave people. <laughs> a few Sundays ago, during Advent one, I, during Advent, I preached a sermon on a portion of this scripture. Here in our Gospel reading, we have John the Baptizer showing up on the scene preaching a message of repentance and forgiveness. The people came too, and many were baptized by John, but he openly informed them that one was coming after him, and this one would bring with him the Holy Spirit. So my sermon on second Sunday of Advent told the first part of this story. Then we were focusing on John preparing the way of the Lord. But today, we are focusing on the baptism of our Lord. How do we prepare ourselves? The people of that day were asking John the same question. We are called to repent. This is a baptism of repentance. But repentance has a misplaced connotation. Repentance means to change your heart and mind, turn to God, who, by the way, has always turned to you. Repentance isn't about begging or groveling before God because you are a worthless worm. It's about choosing to follow Jesus Christ. So here we have Christ's actual baptism and the response of God, which was to allow Jesus to see the heavens opened up and God's response, deep rational love, which is unique between God and Jesus. And I think this is the moment that Jesus needed to move forward. He needed to hear his truth. And you know, thank God Jesus was listening. God often gives us signs, tells us that he's pleased with us, shows us our calling, but often, We are not listening. And Jesus saw the heavens open up, as as I said. God is giving us this same message. But we have busied ourselves, we have insulated ourselves with too many things that we do not recognize the voice of God when we are called. Our callings will mean different things for each individual. As we are celebrating the memory and life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. this weekend, we are reminded of his calling as a civil rights leader and as a minister of the gospel. You'll be hearing more about racial justice and injustice this weekend due to the King holiday and next month due to Black History Month, but racial injustice needs to be on our minds and agendas throughout the year. Addressing these inequities is what our baptismal covenant is all about. So just as the people of John's day had to prepare themselves to receive John's message, and just as they had had to make a decision to live their lives differently, we find ourselves doing the same thing. It's a lot like preparing for a new year. Now some of you have made New Year's resolutions, go ahead and admit it, it's okay. Many people will post their intentions on Facebook, perhaps hoping that the public exposure will shame them into sticking with whatever resolution they've made. But make resolutions if you want, but understand that in baptism, God has already given us a new life, a new year and a new day, we are freed from all of the emotional and spiritual energy that had been invested in the impossible task of freeing freeing ourselves. We are now free to love God and serve our neighbor. And that was the crux of Dr. King's message, loving our neighbor. Martin Luther King didn't act just because he talked about Jesus. Martin's actions were a result of his experience with Jesus. And he may not have said the exact words that are in the baptismal covenant that is in our Book of Common Prayer, but because of his experience with Jesus, because Martin paid attention and heard God's voice when God called him, he was also able to answer these questions which we will answer today. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? And will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? And Martin's response was, I will with God's help. I think that these are very wise words to hear at the beginning of a new year. And they bring us back to the gift of our baptism into Christ. Our baptism frees us from trying to free ourselves. And so, freed from all of that, we can get back to doing what God wants us to do this year. Things like loving God, serving our neighbor, sharing our faith, and respecting the dignity of every human being. Because that is really what we are celebrating in the church today. Not just baptisms, and they are important, but Jesus' baptism. And that is the story at the heart of our gospel reading. It's a story about Jesus' new beginnings. This is my beloved son. I am pleased with him. These words must have been very encouraging to Jesus as he began his public ministry. How many times must he have reminded himself of these words, that he is God's beloved son with whom God is well pleased. So whatever your calling, listen for God's voice. Don't allow yourself to miss it. Know that these words, I am well pleased, are not just meant for Jesus. When we are baptized, we become one with Christ. All God's love for Jesus is now given to us. God is pleased with us. You may not have the same calling as Martin Luther King. You may not have the same calling as the person sitting next to you in the pew. But isn't it wonderful to remember at the beginning of a new year, that you don't need to focus on what is wrong with you or on what you need to do to improve, but instead, focus on the amazing truth that you are already God's beloved. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.